What's up, my people? This is No Catch-Up Chicago for Chicago by Chicago, regular edition. We back doing Chicago Focus first. Back at it. Then we're going national. We're going to talk, obviously, the Cubs. Mm-hmm. A lot going on with those boys. Yeah, man. It was an interesting, interesting day here. Interesting no, 24 hours, really. No doubt about it. We're going to talk uh, Montero, Arrieta. I went to the White Sox game yesterday. Yep. So I'm going to talk about that. I saw those seats. Those look decent. Went out to Comiskey to check out Aaron Judge. That was super solid. The judge. Um, we're going to do an NBA roundup to go national with it. A lot, a lot, ha- of- lot happening in the league. Right? The league is going crazy. The league is going bananas <laughs> the right is now. Going like, crazy. I can't even keep up with everything yeah, that's going it's on. It's like 2K17 in the league. Um, we're going to talk that. We're going to touch on a ton of stuff NBA. That'll probably take us the distance. Um, no catch Chicago. Listen up. All right, Nick, my boy, we back in the saddle rolling. Back at it, yep, yep. Man, the NBA Finals are done. Finished. No more no more special reports, at least for the time being. We'll probably have a couple actually coming up here. We had a good time with those, so I like those. We'll keep coming with those. But it's time to get back to the Chicago Focus stuff. Yep. First on, how you how you doing with no, with no Bears, no Bulls right now? It's a lot of Bulls oh, news. There's, pl- there's plenty Bulls. There's plenty <laughs> Bulls right now, man. I'd be doing a lot better if there was no Bulls right now. Yeah, it's all quiet on the Bears front right now. I think we're in between OTAs and training camp, right? So, um, yeah, it's kind of the quiet quiet time it's for the NFL. It's that quiet summer. I heard that this is when NFL coaches and GMs are the most nervous because they just want their players to make it to camp in one piece because, you know, it's the summertime. People might get a little reckless. Fourth of July weekend coming up. Um, you know, a couple Fourth of July weekends ago, that's when JPP blew his hand off. So shit happens. Yeah. Shit happens shit over happens the holiday weekend. Just get back to camp. Just get to camp. JPP. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, I forgot blew, about that. Blew his hand off. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. all about getting the veterans in there and kind of trying to keep those guys focused because that's the last thing they want to do is go yep. to camp. So yeah, if they could get the they can get those guys into into meet the teammates and the new teammates, get right. the stuff going for the year. That's uh, safe and sound after the quote unquote voluntary workouts. Yeah, that's definitely the goal. All right, jumping into uh, the Cubs are actually playing right now. They're losing uh, again to to Washington, eight to three currently. Um, yesterday they lost six to one, bringing the Cubs to thirty nine and thirty eight, one game back of uh, Milwaukee in the division. Yep, and that's going to be our probably our best look to to make the playoffs. They're six games back in the wild card. Yep. Dodgers are playing well. They they they're not worried about the wild card, but then you got teams like the Rockies, you got teams like the Diamondbacks right. who are up at the top of the top of the chart right there that are probably going to at least how it looks right now. I mean, obviously there's a ton of season left, but yeah, and some teams will I fall off win. after the break. Yeah, for sure. But let's win the division. Yeah. That's that's always They need to win the division. It'd be a shame if they didn't win the division uh considering how dominant they were the last couple of years. But I think to, to kind of go right into it, I think part of the reason why they're not the team that they were last year is it seems like it's 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 the thing we always talk about, Nick. Is that when you're winning, everything everything's is, great, everything is perfect, everything's fine. great. Yeah, you know what I'm hey, saying. Hey, whatever. A little bit of this or that, a little bit of that doesn't matter, man. You're winning games. It all, doesn't matter all day. When right? you're losing, you start losing. People's delivery start getting slower yep. all of a sudden. Yep. Everything is somebody else's fault. You got to start answering questions when you're losing. Exactly. After a win, it's just like, hey, great game. You know, what are you guys looking forward to? Oh, we're all happy. But when you start, you got to look inside yourself when you start losing. And this is a team that hasn't been used to losing a lot. Not like this, at least over the last two seasons. And obviously, especially not last year. And it's getting a little bit rocky, man. Yeah, no doubt. So, I mean, you... You, you, you can't have a pajama party every every two weeks and think <laughs> it's going to make everything okay. Yeah, Madden can't come up with nothing. He, <laughs> yeah. He's trying to come up with all types of shit All right types now. of shit. Bring your daughter to work day, all types of shit. I don't, I don't know what he's on, but yeah. No doubt. So, okay. So, if you missed it, last night, um, Montero is catching Arietta and he gives up, or they give up, seven steals. Yeah. Easy steals. Like... A lot of the time, Miguel had no, absolutely no chance on throwing these right. guys out. No attempt. It was kind of just, it was a steal. That's it. Yeah. Well, whatever. The the it seemed like the only solve was to keep him off base. Yeah. So after the game, they throw him. It's one of those things. Right after the game, people are people are hot, people are heated, and they throw a mic in your face and they start asking you questions. What's up with those seven steals? What's up with those? Hey, Montero. What's up with those seven steals you've right. given up? Like, man, you can't throw out nobody yeah. basically. So I quote And going Mon- into the game. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So I quote Montero. I mean, hey, that's the reason they're running left and right today because Arietta was slow to the plate. Montero said after the Cubs 6-1 loss. Simple as that. It's a shame it's my fault because I didn't throw anyone out. It really sucked because the stolen bases go on me. But when you really look at it, the pitcher doesn't give me any time. So yeah, 
Miggy can't throw anyone out, but the pitcher can't. He said, he said but my pitchers don't hold anyone on. <laughs> oh my god! Wait, look, look. So let me, so let me, tra- <laughs> let me translate that for you. He like, look, look, bro. Don't come to my locker with this bullshit steals noise because all my all he has is the slowest motherfucker to the plate in the league, hey. and I'm not gonna be able to throw nobody out if I get the ball. He's three quarters to second base. Mickey was not for it last night he at was, all. He was not going for that. <laughs> he was last not night. going in the least bit at all last night. And to <laughs> to to give you some context on that, Miggy is one for thirty one throwing. I thought, he, I thought he was zero for thirty one. There's one. He one has, for thirty one. Yeah, one okay. for thirty one. Throwing uh, base runners out that are that st- that are stealing bases. So, which if you can't do math, is fucking awful. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. that's very bad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, it's one of those things where he keeps hearing about it. Yep. And it kind of hit this boiling point last night where he was like, "No, man, don't put that on me, bro." Yeah. We, look at the pitcher too. Right. He wanted. Where's the, Jake at? Go find Jake. Yeah, go, go ask Jake why his this. delivery is so slow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. So. <laughs> When you're the backup catcher, bro, and you don't really have too much leverage, except for the 16 M's that you're getting. So, so no average, so yeah, no, no leverage, leverage yet. Yeah. <laughs> and your team's losing, and you come out and say some goofy shit like, like you're not Chris Bryant saying yeah. this shit. You're expendable, bro. Right, 100%. especially when Wilson Contreras is the is is the best catcher on the roster. Well, especially when they're paying you and they're playing somebody else all day, all day. Yeah, 100%. so I mean, you're 100. percent you can re- you're replaceable. Yeah, you can't be coming out saying no goofy shit like that, especially with how team centric Joe Madden. Joe Madden is. And it's all and, about and love and guy. harmony and having fun, and guys got to get along. And you know, Montero's an older guy, so he might not necessarily fit in with all that because it is a lot of kids in that clubhouse. But yeah, even, I, I don't think in any situation really you can come out and say that. I mean, that's it's not just throwing your teammate under the bus and saying, yeah, you know, you, there's a different way to phrase what you're trying to say and kind of be, you know, subliminal about it. He just came right out and said it. I mean, he he pretty much, not, short of saying Jake Arrieta's name, he, he just like you just translated, I mean, it wasn't that far off. That's exactly what he said. You know what's funny? Because we, talk, we talked about recently about people being real and the media asking yeah. real questions. Yeah. This is a perfect example of maybe why cats do just fade questions. keeping it real goes wrong. When keeping it real goes wrong. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. I mean, yeah. You, you, you got to know who you are. A hundred percent. And what role you play in the team. And that, that simple as that. Well, so. The great thing about this, though, um, was that we were watching this kind of unfold as it happened. So, like, last night, you know, everybody got the alert about the comments. And this morning, you and I are texting each other. And then he gets cut or, uh, designated, and I'm like, yo, he just got designated. You're like, oh, yeah, really? And then, boom, it's right out there. And it's like, man, that was quick. <laughs> yeah. Look, so it wasn't this, even 12 so, hours. So this morning, Anthony Rizzo gets on uh, ESPN 1000. And he's and, allowed to and, speak. And he's allowed to say <laughs> anything he wants, speak, right? So they kind of go. They, they start asking him questions. They go back and forth. Riz is, def- is basically like, and I quote, when you point fingers, you're a selfish player. We have another catcher that throws everybody out. Yeah. So Rizzo got in the bus. Talking about <laughs> talking to, he's talking about Contreras who's throwing out thirty five percent of runners who try to run on him. Yeah. AKA hey, this dude's catching the same people yeah. you are. Three percent or thirty five percent. You can't yeah. you can't throw anybody out and right. this dude is, is is doing his fair share right. with the people that we got. Right. And he and he's a better ball player than you, and he's younger. So Get, get, get in line here, bro. Well, this isn't the first time Montero's been sour either. So, remember right. after they won the World Series last year, um, you know, he'd always caught for Arietta. He caught them throughout the playoffs. And then and then the World Series, they went with Contreras. So, after this, which is, which is crazy because they had just won the World Series. I don't understand how he could have been sour. He, he was upset because the Cubs, quote, never communicated with him and that he expected to be treated a little bit better. Um, and that was the toughest part for him because he never understood what his role was going to be. Bro. They're paying you at that point $14 million a year. You're in a World Series run, right? Your role is to stay there and do whatever the fuck they tell you to do. How are you going to complain after you won the World Series? I mean, just coming off that way. So it sounds like he was still bitter about that going all the way into last night. Like, yo, y'all bench me in the World Series because I can't throw people out. Y'all are coming at me right now because I can't throw people out. He just seems like a bitter dude. Um, yeah, I mean, he hit that he hit that grand slam in, in game one of the NLCS. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he thought he was due more than he was getting. Right. But dude, you especially you can't. This, okay, put, hey, put wait, it like did, this. Did his check come in the mail? 
check check has been clean. Okay. So that's what he was doing. Yeah, check is definitely <laughs> yeah, been clean. check is cleared. So let me get this straight, Miggy Montero. We're winning. We win the World Series. You're complaining, right? Now things get rocky. People are running all over you. You haven't thrown it. You thrown one person out all year, yep. and now you're complaining. Yep. So. It's kind of one of those things where you're winning, you shut your mouth, and when you're losing, you just take the L for it. Right. That's all it is. 100%. Someone comes to you like, hey, you're not throwing anybody out. You're like, hey, man, I'm trying to get better. I'm trying to do this, do that, especially when you're, when you're, when you're Miguel Montero. You don't start pointing fingers at the rest of the, the, rest of the people in the, in, in the organization, in the locker room, especially not Cy Young winners. Which is why he made those comments at about 10 p.m., and by 10 a.m. he was off the team. Writing, so, tw- writing Twitter notes. Right. right yeah. Uh, write <laughs> the apology notes. we are good. Yeah. Writing, um, yeah, right, yeah, we are good. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, like you said, it goes comments, Rizzo puts his comments in, and then next thing you know, he's off the team. Right. It's simple as that. And it was funny, before, I, before that broke, I was thinking like, Theo, Theo, man, mess around and just get rid of this dude yeah. immediately. Last year of his deal. They're not going for that. Yeah. We don't have time for this cat. Right. He probably wanted to get rid of him at the end of last year after he said that, but was like, yo, we still owe him another $16 million. Let's see what we can do for him. But, yeah, I mean, you're halfway through the season now. Give him his money, send him and, home. And, and here is Theo, and I quote, when something goes wrong on the field, we, ex- uh, we expect our players to take the blame, step up and proactively assume the blame for it, even if it's not their fault. That's the way to be a good teammate. He completely agreed when it was pointed out to him, as he, and he apologized. After thinking about it some more, I just came to the conclusion that now more than ever we need to be a team. This is this is an example of being a bad teammate publicly, and that we'd better off, and, and we're better off moving and not standing for it. Yep, no doubt. It's also an example of being over only one game over five hundred too. Absolutely, and him having to make a move, and you know, hey, now because I was reading some stuff from other from other Cubs fans about people saying like, "Wow, are the Cubs that soft that?" That gets you basically booted from the team. What do you think about that? See, and like I think anybody that listens to us knows that we're not soft on stuff like that. But that that the line was crossed Can't when I read those stuff. comments. I was like, yeah, that's that that's that's cooked. I mean, he how does he go back in the clubhouse and and this is Arietta's catcher? You know what I mean? Like he, he, he no, you can't do it. Like I said, man, it's, it would be the equivalent of Jay Cutler after a game coming out and saying, hey, I got sacked. You know, or I threw all those picks because my left tackle can't block anybody. So maybe if those guys were blocking somebody, I wouldn't throw a pick. It's a shame that that shows up in my interception column. You can come out, and I guess I see what Theo's saying about taking the blame. I don't think he has to take the blame for those necessarily. Um, he doesn't have to come out and be like, yo, that's on me. But he doesn't have to throw dude under the bus, Arietta under the bus like that. He can just say, hey, that was a team effort. You know, we as a team got to do better of recognizing things like that. And maybe Jake and I will get back and figure out what it is that we can to get rid of this problem or something like that. But just throwing them under the bus and taking no responsibility for it at all is, is, is ridiculous. And no, it's not being soft. When D-Wade mm-hmm. came out and said that stuff for the, for the Bulls. Who, who are Cubs fans that call anybody soft? They rooted for a team that didn't win the World Series for 105 years. Hey, that don't have shit to do with being soft. G, relax, bro. Fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Wade and Butler got away with those comments about people in the locker room because they were Wade and Butler. Yeah. and Well, and the Bulls situation is fucked. Has been fucked forever. Yeah, well, Zip, that, that's how Zipser, bad the Bulls situation but Zipser, is. But Zipser couldn't come out. And yeah, say no, that. hell no. He Felatio couldn't come out and say think, that. I don't think either of them can speak English. Right. <laughs> Felatio, Felatio, yeah, can't really come out and say anything. But so yeah. Felicio, <laughs> shout out Felicio. Yeah, but nah, he, you know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a different story when your big dogs are speaking up. And I wouldn't be surprised if Rizzo talked to Theo before he made the decision and was like, "Yeah, bro, like." See, I even think those Jimmy, the Jimmy and Wade comments, I, I had to read them again. I remember the whole thing, but this was even more direct than that. I mean, this is one of the most direct call-outs I've ever seen of someone calling out their teammate. It was directly after the game. Um, there's only one person he could be talking about. He was singling out one person in particular. Like, he, he singled oh, him no out. Doubt. Wade and Butler were saying, hey, these young guys don't do this, don't do that. Um, That's true. Sing- it could have been yeah. a plethora of young kids yeah. for the Bulls. he is singling yeah. out one person. You know what I mean? And that puts the heat back on Arietta. Now they're going to ask Arietta, hey, what do you think about um, uh, Montero's comments? You know what I mean? That That's – no, nah, you don't do that. Yeah, Especially then, when you're losing ball games. Exactly. And then, I think even if they're winning ball games, he probably might have uh, faced the same fate. No. You think so? Because he never would have said it. That's not, you but see, you we see just difference? said that after they you won the, the World Series, he said some shit. Yeah, about but, Joe see, but the difference is the the mood in the locker room is way different. They the, 
This is every they're, they're winning the game, losing the game, winning the game, losing the game, dropping two straight, winning. Th- you know what I mean? It's two up and down. Yeah, I don't every, know, man. Every other day, it's this a dude coaster. seems like he was still bitter from last year and how it ended. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, I feel like I feel like anyone that says that, like you said, after you win the World Series, complaining about your role, like dog, come on, man. There were a lot of pitchers that He's got the, the Cubs ring. there that didn't pitch in the World Series. You know what I mean? Hey, it is what it is. Yeah, that's so what look, happens. So Joe Madden added, regardless of Jake saying it would not have impacted the clubhouse, I think it would have. There are too many young guys in there that are uh, that are impressionable. You don't know what to foster, nurture, or condone that, and and you don't want to foster, nurture, or condone that kind of message. Hundred percent, hundred percent agree with him, yeah. right? So, and f- the final piece that we need to hear from is Arietta. He basically was like, "Hey, it's unfortunate." Um, he didn't really address. If his delivery is slow to the plate, they're more asking him directly about how he felt about the situation. Yeah, him and Miggy, I guess, got on the phone, talked about it. Uh, he apologized and said, "Hey, it was in the heat of the moment. Yeah. It was after the game. I was pissed off. Whatever." So him and Arietta are cool, but he's not on the team anymore. <laughs> not on the team. It doesn't matter. They can be as cool as they want to be. He doesn't see him anymore. But I will say this: what's not being talked about enough for me is that. Jake Arrieta has been pretty mediocre for quite a while now. About a year and a half. Quite a while now. Yeah. He's 7-6, and six, 4.67 ERA. So he won the Cy Young in 2015, but I don't know where that guy's at. He's yeah. nowhere near as dominant. I think he was really good to start off last year. He kind of fell off towards the end of the year, and then, yeah, this year he's, he's just been terrible, which is crazy because this is free agency year, and he's costing himself a lot of money in my opinion. As someone will still overpay for him because he's a pitcher. 100%. No doubt. You know, if the Cubs can give, uh, who was my man's that uh, threw the, the 120 pitch no hitter? Edwin Jackson, oh, 52 million. Cash. Like, yeah, <laughs> cash. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's going to get some money somewhere, but it's not going to be, you know, that David Price type money or whatever he was looking at before. Because he was in dominant. The, Jackson's in the. Uh, the cocked hat club too, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. Him, he's, in the, he's in the baggy pants cocked hat club. <laughs> I love Edwin Jackson, man. Yeah, man. Hashtag black pitchers. Yeah, the uh, yeah. He, he threw a hundred. It was like a hundred twenty-five pitch, game, um, eight walk, no hitter, no hitter. Yeah. <laughs> still got the no hitter though. Love it. Still get. And got fifty-two million for his troubles. Don't, don't take that. You can't take that from me. <laughs> you can't take if, it from if me. He at felt all. A, if he felt a hit coming, he <laughs> yeah. was gonna walk he you. He said, "No, nah, I'm not. I'm not going. Go ahead, walk you. Pooh wholesome. Let me put him on the back. Eight walk, no hitter." So, yeah, if they can give him money, yeah, you never know what can happen in the free agency market. Yep. Um, Cubs are, hey, once again, Cubs are 39-38, one game back of Milwaukee. They're 6-4 and four their last 10. They got to try to right the ship here. They're losing to Washington again. They just um, need a good run. They need, a, they need a run. It's end of the, yeah. yeah they exactly. need to go on a run. We'll see. They'll get it going. They need to get to the break. Let's get to the break, yeah. regroup, and then you already know what can go down. Switching over to the south side, the Chicago White Sox are tripping. 33 and 43, 3 and 7 in their last 10. Um, I actually got to take a peek at them last night. Six less wins than the Cubs. How do you feel about that? Six less wins, <laughs> but seven games back in the division. So, I mean, we're only, Cubs are a game back. So, it's whatever. Don't even, don't even chill. Weak ass division. Yeah, whatever, man. We, we, it's a, it's a, it's a brow beater. <laughs> Everybody's like 500, the whole division. Yeah. So, it's good. All right. Um, I actually, I actually got to hit Comiskey last night, and I'm never going to call it guaranteed rate. Um, I barely call it the cell. So. so I was at Comiskey last night. Went with some work folks to go see. I wanted to go see the Yankees, and I wanted to go see Aaron Judge. Right. That was the only reason I was in the building in the first place. And get some good food at a ballpark for a change. Yo, that's, that is very factual. It's, it's a legitimate point. It's, it's very legitimate. It, yeah, for people who haven't been to both, like it's, it, there's night and day between the food at the cell and Wrigley. Like Wrigley, it's a disgrace. The food options at Wrigley are disgraceful. It's funny, my boy that I was with was like, <laughs> man, you can smell the grilled onions at Comiskey uh, yeah. walking in, yeah. and then you go to Wrigley, it smells like old style and piss. Pee, yeah, like, all day, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yo, it's not that bad. No, it's, Chill, it's pretty bad. It's night and day. It's night and day. The, the, the food The food levels. situation at the cell, Comiskey, whatever you want to call it, uh, it, it yeah, I mean, yeah, it's great. So they got to do something. No, no, <laughs> yeah. no yeah, they got it. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's a draw. Yeah. I, would, I mean, I'd go there and check yeah, you out. Can go to the game for $7 and, yeah, eat dinner. Yeah, you're good, yeah, good eat, to go. Eat a good-ass dinner yeah. and sit outside and enjoy the weather 100%. and just kind of kick it. Yep. 
Um, One day we'll get into some of our, our tales from Sox games that we've been to over the years. Yeah, it we go, got it some goes down. It goes down all the time. <laughs> For a while, we were on like an epic run of just yeah. Every time we went to the South Side, <laughs> some some crazy goofy stuff Something happened. happened. Yeah. Um. So last night, got out of work early and actually headed over there early. This is probably the earliest I've ever been to a sporting event ever. Like we, I got to Comiskey and they weren't even letting people in yet. I wanted to get to BP to see Judge. Yeah. Like I want to see what this dude is about. Like this dude's a rookie. He's bombs. six eight, six seven, yeah. six eight. He's batting three thirty three, three thirty plus. Yeah, twenty five plus home runs. It looks like he was like made in a lab. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like Frankenstein looking yeah, cat. Yeah, like, like where they find this dude? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Judge. Right. Yeah, and he has a great sports name. Yeah. yeah. So. We get in the stadium, we get a beer, we get in the stadium, and, we, you know, our first off, our seats were OD. Yeah, I saw that on, uh, on Instagram. That's yeah, crazy. I was sitting first row, like, feet on the dugout, right. on the Yankees dugout. Um, but before that, there was just a ton of people that were watching batting practice down there. So we went over there, and in batting practice, I don't, first off, I didn't really know anyone on the Yankees too, too much. Right. Like, so and I can't tell who's who because there's no names on the back. Of their game jerseys as well, so I'm looking at the but there's no scoreboard telling me who's up to bat. Right, there's a bunch of dudes jumping in the batter's box. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. But it's not the Yankees of old where you know every single person that came up. Right? Exactly. Right. I, I of course I noticed Ellsbury. You right. know what I mean. And um, but I couldn't miss Judge. I forgot dude. Ellsbury. They gave him some cake too. Yeah, didn't of they? course, Trader. Yeah. yeah. Fuck out of here. Hey. Um, Judge is towering over everybody. So he's a legit like six. He's six, legitimate. Eight. Six, whatever they got to listen <laughs> yeah, at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some. Right. So he steps in the box. And, of course, everyone starts clapping. Everyone's all hyped. First session, he hit, like, eight dribblers in a row. Like, nothing. Nothing, yeah. He had a couple line drives. Right. But, like, nothing that we were there to see. We waited about 15 more minutes. He got back in the rotation. They went and shacked some balls. He came back, and he started hitting bombs. He hit, like, four or five in a row at yeah. one point. One, if you're if you're familiar with uh, Comiskey and Center, you know they have the two sets of shrubbery. Yep. Like the bushes and another set of bushes that yep. are deep. He hit one over like it hit like right over the second set of bushes. That had to be like four sixty four seventy. Right. Right. He hit another one deep deep left center. Maybe back he, like is couple, he righty or lefty. He's righty. Okay. Back couple rows of left center. That's deep out there too, right. 450, 460, something like that. And I and I was talking to the guy next to me who had went to the game before, and I guess the night before in BP he hit one on the concourse Jeez. off the back wall, like you know where the old. Remember what? I don't even know if it's there anymore. Remember the pitching thing? Yeah, yeah. Like over there. Oh yeah, yeah. Where you yeah, used to where go you and do like try to thing? throw yeah. the yeah, yeah, you could try to see how fast you could like throw. You had the shower up there. Yeah, and stuff. exactly. Yeah. He uh, he he was hitting one over there. So okay. we got our money's worth there. And the first thing I hit after that, I went and got a hot dog. Of course. Hot, I, do the pol- I do a Polish over there, but yeah, you whatever it is, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I did the hot dog, grilled onions, mustard, oh, <laughs> no man. ketchup. Yeah, no ketchup. No all. ketchup, relish. <laughs> um, yeah, man, so that, was, that kicked it off good. And you know what the main, the, the main beers are over there? I didn't really realize this. This might be a new thing. It's, they're not like Miller or Bud It used to be products. Miller Lite. It's Modelo. Oh, Modelo really? Modelo Corona now. So Modelo is like their draft beer and stuff? Modelo and Corona is the main beer now. Oh, that's deep. That's a yeah, vibe. That's yeah, that's a vibe. Yeah, yeah. And 100%. There was, yeah. And there was, and like a couple. A so couple, is the dude walking around with Modelo Light Ma- and Modelo Special? Yes, Modelo Special. he's walking Negra. around with Modelo Special. Oh, that's decent. Yeah, the, the vendor's walking around with Modelo Special. And it's got a little bit more alcohol in it than uh, like Budweiser. Yeah, that's decent. Okay. Yeah. So I was I was shout out shout out the cell man. They yeah they know how to put the entertainment on over there like for real. No doubt. Yeah. So yeah, and they had and this and wherever else I was getting beers had a bunch of like craft brews. They had Revolution. Yeah. They had Land Shark. They yeah. had like that type of stuff. So there was probably four thousand people at the game. I mean, it was Tuesday night. I'll yeah. give them that. Um, fifteen. 17, yeah, 20, attendance, attendance I don't know. Rough. Yeah, but it was there was there was a lot of seats in there, no Ken, doubt. Kenny's still on the payroll. Yeah, Kenny's still on the <laughs> So so our seats are incredible. I'm sitting first row. Yeah. I'm actually sitting next to the part owner. I don't even know her name. She's this old old white lady, short, shaggy Did hair. Did she have a ring on? Yeah, she had yeah. a bull. She owns part of the uh Bulls and part of the White Sox. So we were sitting next to her, so we could not get, mad. <laughs> right. Yeah. So we could, and, and I guess she's a pistol and is at every game, sits oh, really? there every game. Like, yeah. Oh, money's, so money's long. She gets in and out. Yeah, she's chilling. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. So I've sat up next to owners before. This one dude let me like 
hold his ring as he held it at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, can I see that? He's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, but like, sure. he wasn't letting go. You know what yeah. I mean? But yeah, yeah. I went with my, went with my dad and he let me hold it. Definitely. Um, <laughs> so the game gets off to actually a pretty quick start. Uh, Quintana's dealing. Yeah. He has like a no hitter through four. They've not traded him yet. Yeah, they will. He's he's cruising. It's a it's it's a, it's a pretty quick moving game. It's like one zero to like the sixth. Then they take Quintana out. Mm-hmm. He only gave up like three hits. I think he had 101 pitches. I looked when they pulled him, and oh, they can't. They can't have him get hurt. Can yeah, you high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, the bullpens came in for both teams and start and couldn't find the plate. Walking everybody everywhere. The last three innings of the game took like two hours, right? Compared to the first six, that took like 40 minutes. So they put a bunch of people on base. Long story short. Yankees go up three one. Mm-hmm. White Sox come back and tie it, and then end up. Uh, Jose Abreu hits a two run single to win the game, walk off style four three. So it was a, yeah, so it was an entertaining game. Um, it's always good to be there for. I mean, it's good to be anywhere for a win, but it's, it's good to be there for a win. Fireworks, uh, yeah, no fireworks. You know, we were standing up when it was at the bottom of the ninth, two strikes, yeah. two outs. Everybody's clapping, so it was exciting. It was cool. You know, another cool thing about that park too, because no one's there. It's easy in and out. Like, it's even if you drive, it's easy in and out. Like, we'll park, and you can get, you know, usually, like, you're sitting in the parking lot. Like, get out of the United Center, right? Like, you, yo, bro, you're there, right? To get out of the uh, the cell, you're there, like, 10 minutes, and you're right out. Yeah, and they actually had this real smooth – this is my first Sox game in a couple of years. Okay. Um, and this was uh, – they had a real cool system for the Ubers. They had, like, a, a section peeled off so that they, like – that was separated from the parking lot, so they got to pull in. Oh, so the Ubers get to we, drop you? We Ubered there, and the Uber dude showed his Uber pass. They let him in a whole different section oh, to drop decent. you off. And then for the pickup, they had uh, like a separate section Yeah. to where they pulled up. It was like a pool of Ubers, and everyone was like out there looking for theirs, hopped in, and it peeled right off into that's, 94. That's yeah. They're really trying, man. Hey, I mean. They're trying, bro. Yeah. They, they make the fan experience quality over there. I mean, we've seen a few games over there, but we had a great time. I always have a good time. over. I have a great time at Wrigley, too. Um, it's just different. Yeah, it's, it's a different experience. It's a different vibe. No yeah, doubt about 100%. it. So, yeah, man. It was good to see them get a win. It was cool to see Aaron Judge. Um, he bypassed the home run derby, which I was disappointed in. Yeah. But a lot of people think it messes up it your messes stroke. messes up your swing. Bro, what I, I was actually talking to this. So, I was talking to a guy in the stands about this, about Judge not partaking in the home run derby. And then the same guy told me that um, Bryce Harper doesn't take BP. Really? He hits off the tee, under the tunnel. I didn't know that at yeah, all. Yeah, he'll hit into the net. He's but kind he of a different dude yeah. overall, but yeah, that, I, I did not know about that at all. Yeah, so he doesn't take BP, and that's, yeah, some people think it just messes up your stroke, and they want to save they want to save the grooves for the game. So. Yeah, hey, why not? Yeah, shout out to the White Sox picking up that W. Hopefully they pick it up, man. The city's always dope, and both teams are competitive, so yep. let's rebuild them. All right, man, moving on to our uh, one of our favorite topics, the association. So a lot going on this week, man. Um, uh, we got to start with the trade. We'll start with the trade. We got to. We okay. got to start CP3, let's bro. Start, let's start That's with the, the Heat. So we, had the, we had the CP3 trade. So today, Chris Paul um, opted into his deal with the Clippers and then was immediately traded to the Houston Rockets. Uh, the Clippers get back a first-round pick. Sam Decker, uh, bucket getter Lou Williams. And uh, who's the third piece in that one? They get yeah, they and get, uh, my man Pat Beverly from they Chicago. Get, yeah, and then they and then later added a couple other throw-ins. They had Montrell Harrell, Kyle yeah, Kyle Wilcher. Harrell was good before Wilcher. he got hurt last year. Kyle Wilcher, Wilcher, yeah. Kyle Wilcher got buckets at a uh, little story about Kyle Wilcher. Kyle Wilcher was one of was a Kentucky recruit. He came in with um, Anthony Davis and all them, I believe. And he didn't get any tick. Sat out a year. Transferred to wherever the hell he played last year. I think he led the country in scoring. And was first round pick. Okay, we'll yeah. Kyle so, Wilcher, but can't play in the NBA. DeAndre Liggins uh, <laughs> from Chicago and Darren Hilliard, and then the 2018 first round pick. Right. That's top three protected. So they were able to get a first round pick for a guy on an expiring deal who's 33 years old, but we couldn't get one for a. Well, we couldn't keep ours for our 26 year old shooting guard with two years left on his contract. Yes, that's exactly right. That's so, a great so point. So Doc Rivers is a better trader than uh, yeah. than Gar Foreman. So overall. Seven players and a first-round pick for Chris Paul. Yeah. So Who they were going to lose for sure anyway. Yeah, no doubt. So 
<laughs> I'm not going to say it's a good trade for the Clippers, but at least they it's one of those things where they get to kind of pick and choose who they want to build around with, right. who they don't want to build around with. They can get rid. Oh, and they got cash considerations, like 650K or something. Okay. So 650K, a first-round pick. Steve Ballmer needs that 650 six, really six, bad. Yeah, seven players highlighted by Pat Beverly, Lou Williams, Sam Decker. Right. So. Which – Pat Beverly, I mean, okay, I'm not, I'm not understating the Chris Paul addition at all, but Pat Beverly and Lou Williams are players Jesus. for Houston. No Pat doubt. Beverly, especially, that's first team all defense. He's the best defensive point guard in the NBA. Yeah, um, and Lou Williams is automatic cooker in that offense. Cooker anywhere, Off he, anywhere he goes, yeah. he'll be. I, I, if I had to go out on a limb, Lou Williams would be a six man of the year finalist for for the rest of his career if he wanted to be. I mean, Drake made a song about him. Yeah, I mean, six men like I'm Lou Williams. Like, <laughs> he's just, yeah, he's always never, there when it comes to... Did I ever tell you about the dealership kind of day tweet? I was on Lou Williams' Instagram yeah, like three years ago and he had a, tweet, a random tweet in the morning that said dealership kind of day. Dealership kind of day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lou Will. Lou Will also like had Lou the... Will. You were telling me about how he had the two girlfriends. Yeah, that's the whole point. Six men like Lou Will. Yeah, that's yeah. what uh, Drake was talking about. He has two girlfriends. He had two girlfriends and they got along and he would he would take them both places. So shout out Lou Will, man. Apparently, <laughs> Lou, apparently like Lou Will is known in NBA circles as one of like the coolest dudes in the league. Like Everybody fucks with Lou yeah, everybody Will. Everybody rocks with Lou Will. Yeah. So, yeah, to recap that one more time, Rockets get Chris Paul and the Clippers get Pat Beverly, Lou Williams, Sam Decker, Montrezl Harrell, Kyle Witcher, DeAndre Liggins, Darren Hilliard, a 2018 first-round pick that's top three protected, and 650 k ish so did, in cash. Did all those players have to go over to clear out some sort of cap? That had to be a money situation that you're sending, like, Liggins and uh, the La- Wiltshire and those guys. It had to be some type of situation with the money, which – yeah, I'm not sure if you know or not, but yeah, that's some details I don't know. Yeah, but it has to do something with money. It's not like the Clippers were like, "Oh yeah, we really need Kyle Wilcher in this deal." Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, we it's not going hey, through. Where's DeAndre him. Liggins? No, without, no, without Dan, <laughs> yeah, without Dan Hilliard, it's just not happening. Um, which yeah, which which will bring us to a further point. Maybe maybe he did need DeAndre Liggins because apparently Doc isn't the best trader in the world. But uh, yeah, that that's something we're gonna get into. Yeah. I, I think that's very interesting. Yeah. Um. I guess that the, the the first thing we could talk about is is it a good trade? Is it a good trade? Can can I'll just yeah, I'll just put it out like this. Do you think that they'll be able to play together? How is Harden that going to work Harden out? And Paul. So apparently they both were pushing for this trade, so this is something that they wanted. So I don't think they surprised James Harden with this at all. I guess he wanted it. Um the biggest issue that I have with this trade is that you just put James Harden at the point guard. You turned him into it. Any other year, he's the MVP, right? I mean, hands down, he's, he's the MVP. Or, you know, obviously he was top two this year. Um, put up ridiculous numbers, right? Team had one of their best years ever. They were, what uh, was it? A 55 seven, wins. What was that? Like a seven-win improvement, right? A 13-win improvement. Something crazy. Yeah. I um, want to say it was like Dan-to- nine, D'Antoni yeah. won coach of the year. Yeah. Um, and then you decide to take the ball out of his hands and, and bring Chris Paul. Um I don't know how to feel about it, man, because on one hand, you're adding a surefire Hall of Famer who's still in you know, the tail end of his prime who can help you. But on the other hand, you found out that putting James Harden at point guard was the key to your success. So what are you going to do taking him off the ball? Because both of them need the ball. I'll tell you how I feel about it. I don't like it. And I don't think it improves. Their, I don't think they get more wins with, 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 with adding Chris Paul. Right. And I don't think that that gives them a better chance of – they lost to the they lost in the semifinal of the Western Conference to the to the to the Spurs last year. Right. I don't think I don't think that moves the needle at all. Losing losing those lo- losing Beverly, the defensive stopper, the the only guy that had a any good on your team. I mean, he was. Uh, I mean, yeah, he he's a dog. And like the only the only guy that has any any grit on your team, you 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 lose him. Decker's a young budding guy that played well in that system off the bench. Right. Um, but played well in that system is the key. The key phrase in that. Where you're, uh, well, where you're I, I mean, but I mean, he, he was on the team. Yeah, he made it. Yeah. He was on the team. Yeah. What the, I mean, you yeah. know what I'm saying. So you can't take that away from him. Sure. Uh, CP3 and James Harden are top four in assists. The other two guys are Russell Westbrook, John Wall. Right. Has that ever happened? I don't. I mean, I don't know. I don't have that. I don't have that lined up. But I have you ever th- taken two people that are top four in assists and put them on the same team? Probably not. And I'd also say that the two of the most three ball dominant players in the NBA, the third being Russell Westbrook, right? Who who holds the ball more than James Harden, Russell Westbrook, and Chris Paul? Nobody. Yeah, 
Nobody. Nobody on any other team anywhere that you can name is holding the ball more than those three guys who needs the ball to thrive more than those three guys and who demand the ball more than those three guys. James Harden needs the ball. Needs all needs the time. the ball at all times. All times. It goes back to Oklahoma City. When he came off the bench, he yeah. had the ball he in had his the hands. Ball in his hand. It was like mini it he was like it mini happen. it was like mini Houston. Right. He can do anything he wants on offense. He can score from anywhere on the floor. He can drive. And obviously now you see that he has the vision. So, yeah, and Chris Ball is a true point guard. So, I mean, what is he going to be setting, they call setting up James God. Harden? Yeah, point guard. Um, so that's what I'm plus, saying. Plus, I don't know how he fits in with that whole culture, too, because I feel like Houston kind of has their laid-back vibe. Like, Harden's not like a that kind of guy. Though. No, I, I, don't mean, I don't mean like their, their playing style. I mean their actual like culture, like how they are. Chris Paul's a nut. You mean like a, a old kind of wired a little differently? Yeah, he's wired completely different than their whole thing. Harden is real mellow, chill type guy. Chris Paul's bitching at the officials every time they look at him you wrong. Mean like chill enough to disappear in the in the clinching game in the playoffs. That's yeah, chill? yeah, he is that chill. <laughs> and, then, and then go to the strip club with Kendall Jenner. And then go to the yeah, and then go to the and then go to the strip club after the um, game. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. No, I see. What, yeah, I mean, but he's it's chill just, like that. I guess. I don't. I don't know, man. And remember, we were talking about this during the draft, like. What are Chris Paul's defining playoff moments? You know what I mean? Like, d- don't get me wrong. Chris Paul is the best point guard of a generation, like, without a doubt, you know, everything like that. But where are his moments? Yeah. When's the Chris Paul game? When's even, the Chris Paul series? I'm not even going to get that far. Like, I get it. I get what you're saying. I, and, yeah, I mean, he – I'm not going to say he's overrated. He's one of the best point guards ever. Yeah. But – I am I am finding a really hard time trying to figure out what is James Harden going to be running off screens. Yeah, is that what they're is that like? Is that are they both going to be? I mean, I don't I don't know what they're going to do. Right, and it's that whole like I would love to see what the Vegas over under on win totals is next year. If it comes out like fifty four, fifty seven, or something crazy. Dude, give me the under under all day. day. They're going to take so long to adjust playing together. It's going to be they're going to be that that perfect like 15 and 15 through 30 games right. like and everybody's going to be like what's going on then they'll pick it up but man i, I have no idea how they're going to play together and i guess you did you did kind of bring up a point because stylistically i don't know if he fits either because d'antoni likes to free wheel and chris paul likes to run the half court he can do both but when he, he, want, he, he wants he prefers to run the half yeah, court man and, and, and he's, he's a traditional it, set it up point guard yeah and, and he's like yeah he, he does he, likes he to wants to down. operate out of the half court i mean he's 30 he's 30 something years old yeah he's not that's yeah. That's why you could throw James Harden at point guard in that system, just like you couldn't. I mean, you couldn't throw James Harden as a traditional point guard like on the Clippers last year. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know if that works. But the Rockets had to do something, right? I mean, everybody's trying to do something to match uh, Golden State. We can't criticize, um, or we can't talk about how great Golden State is and not and have these teams not do anything to get better. So, well, the other thing is to too a is a part of a part of Houston's appeal was how deep they were. Yeah, they could bring off Lou. They could bring off Sam Decker. But that doesn't matter in the playoffs. Yeah, it does. In the playoffs, you're going eight deep, dude. In the playoffs, you well, shorten you, your bench. Well, you need to go eight deep, yeah. and 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 the six. But they had Eric and Gordon the six and man Lou was Lou Will. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So. And the other six man candidate was Eric Gordon. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, Eric won. Gordon won. Eric Gordon won. Eric Gordon and Lou, won. And Lou six, Williams. Yeah, they Eric, traded for it, Lou Williams midseason. Right. Yeah. So you know what I mean? That it, it kind of shakes it shakes some things up. So. For you to put two players that are top four in the league in assists in the same in the same backcourt, I don't know how that's going to work. Yeah. I don't really see. And it's not like you're staggering their minutes either. No, no, not <laughs> you at know all. what I mean. So yeah. yeah. So I don't. I don't. I'll, I mean, my initial thought is that's not going to work. We have to see. I mean, they might be a lock for the the Western Conference Finals just because we don't know what the Spurs are going to do yet. We don't know what. Utah is going to do. If Kawhi is healthy, they're not a lock for anything. Exactly. So that um, that's going to be interesting, man. I think I think at the end of the day, Golden State has everybody reaching to try to do something because they feel like they have to do something. You got to, yeah. It's kind of one of those things where if it's the right or wrong move, we'll see. Because it's going to be one of those situations where if this doesn't work for Chris Paul, he can just leave after a year. Yeah. So. Or um they say yeah or he could opt into his mega deal right which is why he opted into his clippers contract 100 percent. So right we see you chris paul yeah you could have signed I mean, with the boys in free agency he's the one yeah <laughs> yeah i mean he's the one that he he negotiated he that, that called that the chris paul clause yeah, yeah. He wasn't leaving that money on the table yeah, no, exactly give him, give him all so, his money yeah we'll see 
But uh, so one interesting thing that did come out of that trade, though, is they were talking about because, you know, it was kind of abrupt that all of a sudden Chris wants to leave the Clippers. Right. Everybody thought he loved L.A. He was Mr. L.A. You know, who he, his star grew that much bigger out there. He's got the State Farm shit popping, all that. Um, but apparently him and uh, him the State and, Farm shit yeah, popping. Yeah, he, pop he put everybody joke. on. He put yeah. DeAndre, DeAndre yeah, on. DeAndre put everybody on. Come on, yeah, man, let's did. do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he's probably going to put DeAndre Liggins on, too. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I guess – him and Doc had had a little bit of static, um, which goes back to last year when they acquired uh, Austin Rivers. And I thought I, I always thought it was crazy that we never heard anything about any Clippers players being kind of like, yo, we just acquired the coach's son or him getting any preferential treatment. And whenever they'd interview Austin about it, he always tried to distance himself from Doc like, oh, well, he wasn't around when I was growing up because he was always coaching and playing and we don't have that type of relationship. And then lo and behold, today it comes out that uh, – This is on Deadspin, yeah? This is on – well, it was on Deadspin, but it was through, according to a very juicy report from SportsCenter anchor Michael Eaves. So Michael Eaves on uh, ESPN got the scoop. Okay. Um, and also Woj announced his deal at the ESPN today. You see that? Yeah, I did see that. Had yeah. to pay that man his money. Had to, how much was it? Uh, I have no idea, but I'm sure he could have got whatever he wanted because he had every draft pick. He had every trade. He has Dude, He's been him. had that for a minute. Yeah, he, he names his price at ESPN. Yahoo Sports came up off that for years, man. Yeah. They, they, were, they were a major player. Woj, Woj was the man for that. Yeah, I think he's taking his people over there too. But anyways, um, so yeah, ESPN had it and um, – more or less, the report says that, uh, you know, during when they got Austin Rivers, that Doc wouldn't coach him the same. Doc wouldn't yell at Austin. Uh, he'd get on players for shit that he wouldn't get on Austin about. Austin kind of walked around real arrogant, like knowing he's the coach's son and that nothing's going to happen to him. And that rubbed a lot of players the wrong way. I've always heard that uh, you, that goes back to his Duke days. He was an, he's, he's an he's, asshole. Yeah. He's an arrogant dude. Yeah. Period. Yeah. That was the big rap of him coming out of college. So he's a real arrogant dude. And then it came out that uh, this last season, um, the Knicks were willing to trade Carmelo and the machine, Sasa Vujicic. Shout out, my boy. AM <laughs> <laughs> shooter. <laughs> the AM shooter. <laughs> um, to the Clippers for Jamal Crawford, Paul Pierce, and Austin Rivers, a deal that Clippers GM and coach Doc Rivers turned down. And they said that that was it for Chris Paul. Like he thought that was 100% because he wasn't going to trade his son. He couldn't believe it. And then one league executive Chris puts Paul, it, Chris do, despises Doc. How does Chris Paul get a know that trade is in? You know what I'm saying? How, do, how does he know that's on the table for the taking, and how does he know that Doc denies that? I guess it's, it's a good question. He's a franchise source player. Got a source. He's a franchise source player. Got a source yeah, got I mean, a source. he's a franchise player. But, yeah, that'd be interesting to know Because all that. it takes is Melo to know that that trade might happen, and Melo calls Chris Paul like, yo, this is what they're talking about, and then it finds out it doesn't yeah. happen, and Chris goes to Doc, says, yo, what happened? And Doc's like, yeah, I didn't want to do it. And he's like, yo, what the and then, fuck? And then he probably figured it out. Yeah, like, he yeah, figured he out the deal. Yeah, 100%. Some, right? Either way, he figured it out. I'm not sure how he figured it out, but um, yeah. And remember, Big Baby said some shit about Austin Rivers a couple months ago. or la- It was just this month, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, it was. Uh, it might have been last month, but yeah, it was early, it was like in, la- the, early right. in like late spring, early summer yeah, type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where Big Baby was like, yeah, Austin's a baby, yeah. and he gets babied. And he, he gets babied in practice, and he, Doc doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. He and, can't play. Yeah, yeah, basically it was like, yeah, yeah. You're getting, he gets special treatment. Which I think is kind of bold, because I think Austin Rivers actually is solid. I mean, he's a solid defender. He was okay uh, filling he's in gotten Chris a lot Paul better. this year. He's gotten a lot better. Yeah. But Doc saved him. No doubt. Um. And I don't know the exact story, but you should look this up. Apparently, Doc saved him from the Celtics, sending him down to the D-League. Because the Celtics were going to trade for him, apparently, or sign him, and then put him down in the D-League because they were pissed at Doc for leaving them like he did to go to the Clippers. And that's how he ended up coming on to the Clippers. Like, Doc made the trade for him, knowing what was going to happen with the Celtics, because they were pretty much going to end his career. And Doc traded for him. That was something like, I feel like Simmons reported that or some shit. That's a that's a that's the that's the super super matrix. Yeah. Level of a level of a level like. Yeah. Like the, the Celtics are going to trade for him, put his ass in the D League, and Doc, and and Doc found there. out about it. Was like, okay, I need to trade for him. Start getting him tick and turn. You know, basically saved his career. Saved his career because yeah. he was a bust. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. So uh, yeah, I mean, so overall, that whole situation that's that's a messy situation. Um. Yeah, that's interesting, man, because you're right. The only thing you ever hear about Doc is how everybody loves him. Yeah. How he's such a oh, great, a great coach guy. and he's a but great guy. But then you guy start and... listening to some other players and they don't fuck with them as much. Big Baby didn't fuck with them as much. Um, well, yeah, you start man. losing, all, all of a sudden people don't stop, don't, they don't like you that you much. You start making dumbass decisions. There should not be, you should not be a coach in the GM. It, it should not happen nowadays. 
Yeah. Shout out Tom Thibodeau for Shout out Thibodeau. Packs, maybe, maybe Thibodeau could do it. I don't Thibodeau know. doesn't sleep. That's different. <laughs> <laughs> Thibodeau, basketball only. Thibodeau's watching film right now. Right bro. now. Chewing gum. <laughs> yeah, hard as shit. Yeah, hard as shit. Yelling at people. Yep. So... Yeah, man, that's crazy. I yeah, I agree with you though. I don't I don't see how that's gonna work. But again, hey, it makes it interesting. Yeah, it we'll makes- see. I mean, the beauty in all this stuff is we always get to see how it plays yeah. out. But I mean, I will say this: I have no idea what they're gonna do because he has one of the best. He has the best season of his career. He's has one, one of the, the best, best seasons, seasons ever, ever statistically, regular, regular offensively, se- yeah, regular seasons ever. One hundred percent through and through with the ball in his hands. Every single time right. he's on the floor, every possession. And that's going to be cut in half at the very least. Yeah. So, which is true. Yeah. That's going to be cut in half at the very least. So, I don't know. And James is not a runoff the ball. He's not a runoff. He's not Clay he's not Thompson. He's going for that. Right. right. Now. Yeah. So, yeah, James needs the ball. He's a driver. Yeah, man. He, yeah. He, part of, a big appeal of his game is driving and getting fouled. And I mean, yeah, he's not doing that as a spot up shooter. And if Chris he, Ball's yeah, offense. and if he's averaging eight, nine, I don't know what he averages here. Free throws, but probably like eight or nine a game. I don't see Chris Paul and D'Antoni working out. Him, him. If if you cut him going to the basket in half because he doesn't have the rock, it's going to yeah. be that's going to go down it's a for big him. Deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's a big deal. So. But hey, like I said, man, you got it. they had to do something. They weren't going to win as it was, so why, why why not try something out? Yeah, I agree with that. Switching over to Phil Jackson. Finally. Finally the boy Phil Jackson is out in New York. Spike Lee sent out a tweet with a picture of him praising the Lord. Tweeted hallelujah. <laughs> he was he had his arms raised to the sky. Is Spike paying for those seats? At this point I think in time, he, dude, James Dolan's making everybody pay for everything. I don't think James Dolan giving anybody. He doesn't, <laughs> he he doesn't Spike's care. Paying? Yeah, I think so. I think he's paying for those. A grip. 200,000? 200, nah. He's courtside at every Knicks game. Maybe. <laughs> you know I, mean? I don't know. I don't know. That yeah. is the garden. Yeah, I, I, I was asking my dad. I was like, "You think he's paying for that?" Because I mean, that ticket, that ticket off top is probably ten racks easy, right? In See, the garden? Th- face is different, man. So I don't know. Yeah. Face for the regular season on a Wednesday, courtside, 1500 2500 $3,500 maybe. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's got to be – he might have some type of price Probably locked in. about 100 racks. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, it's, I don't think it's anything too out, too, too outlandish right. for Spike. But Phil Jackson's out. Yeah. So much has happened oh in such a gosh. short period of time. Derrick Rose didn't show up to play. Chris Stapp Porzingis doesn't go to the exit interview. Gets dangled he, in trade rumors. He, yeah, he gets dangled in trade rumors. They signed Lamar Odom, who was on crack. <laughs> Yo, we, we just and, talk- <laughs> by the way, Lamar came out with a, like a tweet, a letter his from lawyer. his attorney. Yeah, yeah his came lawyer. out and was like, have we stooped this low yeah. type thing? And Undermining like, everything Lamar has done for his recovery. Yeah, like, come on, bro. Let's just, just take that L, bro. Yeah, it's man, just take it out. It's yeah. all good, bro. So they, found, all... They, found, they found you in the brothel in Nevada, passed out. You are like, almost it's, dead, It's not bro. a good look. It's not a good look, It's bro. not a good look, so, <laughs> But um, all that stuff happens. The only thing for me is that they fire Phil today, Wednesday, late June. After, after the After draft. the NBA draft. They picked the stud from Italy. Frank and Nicola. Fran- is it filthy, France filthy or Italy? Frank. Nicotillian. Uh, Nic- I don't or know. That's a good. I think he's French. Yeah, I don't, I don't really. I don't see Nic- shit in Nic- it. Nic- yeah, we <laughs> we talked about this. I don't really see it. But why do it now? Why wait till after the draft? Till after you drag your boy through the mud? Till after you can't pull off any trades oh. with him or Melo or? I'll tell you why. Why? Because I got the Bleacher Report headline yesterday that said the the Knicks are strongly considering re-signing Derrick Rose in free agency. And I think that's the one that did it for James Dolan. He was like, I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't do it. I anymore. can't sign those checks. No, I don't know. I mean, that, that's a joke. But, I mean, I did that did come up <laughs> yesterday, though, for real. And I, I could not believe it. I was reading the article. I was like, I, I can't understand. Phil has really lost his mind. Um, I don't know, man. I feel like this was this might not have been Dolan. Um, I feel like this is like the minority owners finally coming up to jo- Dolan and be like, "Hey, man, this is getting fucking ridiculous." No, he's not listening to nobody. You don't think so? Nah, I think eventually he was just like, "I see this thing going one way, you see it going another." Right. Phil and Phil's not going to put up a fight with him. He's yeah. like, "This is what I want to do." You owe me twenty five million. You don't want to do that. That's the real buy, thing. Buy my shit out and yeah. I'll leave. 
period. Yeah. And I think that well, he doesn't have to leave because he was never in New York to begin with. <laughs> he was in L.A. So True. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Give him my money and I'll hang up the phone. Yeah, just wire doing it. what I was doing anyways. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. So like it killed him to be at pre-draft workouts where he fell asleep. So I mean, this dude. That yeah. that that's another thing it's that came bad, out. It was bad look. It was after, bad, there actually after wasn't look. one piece of positive news. He gave Carmelo a no trade clause. He and then he didn't even want to draft Chris Tapps. Yeah. Yeah, there's no, there's no. Well, remember the original things. He didn't want to sign Carmelo. He didn't want to re-sign Carmelo. Which, 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 to be honest, which bro, probably wasn't might have been a, the smartest thing he ever thought about a smart in his move. life. Yeah, he knew Carmelo because he wasn't knew a what winner. the deal was. He knew he was the. It was the extra year on the yeah. deal that it was just a money thing. It was that, a money thing for Carmelo, extra forty million. Yeah, but I don't think he ever wanted to re-sign Carmelo to begin with. Um, but yeah, after that, man, just a flurry of bad moves. Joe Kim Noah getting seventy-two million. Did you see uh, who came out and said that? Damn, somebody came out and ripped Joe Kim uh, yesterday. I can't remember who it was. It was oh. one of the old timers. Uh, he was like, I, I, he's like, Kenyon was, Martin. Was it Kenyon Martin? Kenyon yeah. Martin said, Bad he can't yellow, touch bro. his backside with both his hands. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. Kenyon Martin said, hey, Joe Kim can't touch real. his backside with both hands at the same time. Shout out Kenyon Martin. Let me get his job. Yeah, let me like get his that. job. Yeah. Kenyon Martin, that was some funny shit. Yeah. Hey, man, Joe's my boy. He's been hurt, man. Thibodeau ran so many minutes on that boy's knees and yeah, ankles and legs. Give him his he money. He got paid. He's from New York. He's chilling. Hey, so, they paid him. No it's doubt. It's not his fault he got paid. That's, no what, that's what I was thinking when I was reading. I was like, hey, it's not his fault he got paid. Kenny, you would have taken that $72 million too. So, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So, yeah. Um, so that happened. Then they uh, – what other deals? We didn't even know. We were just talking about the Vujicic trade. We had no idea that Vujicic was on their roster or why he's on their roster. Yeah, that might have been a little while ago, but either way, that like was when last they were, year. That was when they were talking year. about trade. Yeah, he, yeah, because he was there. Yeah. When, he was there when Derek was popping like eight years ago. He was there ago. when Derek was there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, Vucevic was on the Knicks. Yeah, yeah. they had that deal. Um, yeah, man, I thought the Porzingis stuff was just the craziest thing I've ever heard. And yeah, I, I, I'm surprised that Dolan did something because it seems like he has no idea what the fuck he's doing. Um, well, we'll see who they go fill the position with they now. Because now they're in the same spot that they were three years ago when they brought Phil on in the first place. It's the same thing. They're going after they Masai. Still, they still got Melo, yeah, the guy from Toronto. Yeah, but he just signed a five-year deal, so they got to buy that out. <laughs> which is nothing when you print money at the Garden. Yeah, when you print money at the Garden. Yeah, that, James that, Dolan is printing money, bro. That, uh, <laughs> that Yes Network he's money. Got, he's got the money printer in money. the back. Yeah. So, J.D. in the straight shot. So, yeah, man, the NBA continues to be fun. 365 day season. The off season is just as compelling as the regular season. Well, speaking speaking of NBA fun, real quick, um, I don't know if you're gonna wrap it up or not, but no, the, go ahead. the yeah. awards. Oh yeah, real quick on the NBA awards because we both watched it. First what, off, what Drake, your, what's your overall thought? My overall thought is I like it. Yeah, I thought for the first time, the there, first was, time there was some hitches, there was some unsmooth spots. The Minaj, Nicki Minaj performance was was. Painful. Yeah, it was whack. That was that was terrible. It was super whack. It was it was uh, like two chains rapping to an audience that wasn't there. Uh, yeah, the, the whole shit was terrible. But overall, I liked it. Drake, what were you about to say? Drake killed it. Drake was hilarious. Drake was great. Yeah, he uh, uh, he's just Kennedy a natural born talented. He's an entertainer. Dude, man. He's an entertainer, man. Yeah. man. He 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 does his thing. His, I think uh, he's setting up his after rap type situation. Like Jay went the business route. I don't know if Drake is the business guy like that. Drake Just is more the entertainment. entertainment. Yeah, he crosses over, man. Drake can move in all circles, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So, like, he's good everywhere. No doubt. He can do the Saturday Night Live thing. He's wholesome. He's your, he's your wholesome rapper. That's where we are now. No doubt about it. Yeah, um, so the yeah, overall. I it was funny. The overall yeah, piece, yeah. I liked it because you know what, too, is that my whole life. The MVP award was given out during the week at like yeah. one o'clock in the afternoon. Just, yeah, and I never saw the it. presser, and you'd have to catch highlights of it later. It was, you know what I mean. So the the fact that we had something on a Monday night in the off season, yeah, it was cool to kind of look at, watch, and they and they made it fun. You know, I they thought it was gonna be corny, like yeah, yeah. No, it was solid, man. They incorporated Charles and those guys, the TNT boys. So that's one thing I did think was corny. You didn't like that? So not that they incorporated them, but in the beginning they tried to like force an argument between Charles and um and Shaq. And it was like very forced. You know and what, it was bro? Awkward. I don't think they do. I don't think they force anything, bro. I don't think they give those dudes any type of script. I think they're like, "Hey, guys, you guys got three minutes. Fill this shit, yeah. and whatever they fill it with, they let Ernie kind of mediate. Re- yeah, mediate yeah. and wrangle him in when he needs to. But like, 
I don't think they knew they were going to talk about like the weight thing or how he. T- you know what I mean? Right. Like, I don't think they're, they don't they they even know that's going to happen. Well, the Kenny versus Drake shit was hilarious. I yeah, thought that was pretty good. Uh, they kept going at it. Like I, I thought Kenny got him. Kenny thought it was sweet. Yeah, Drake, Drake kinda, came back. Yeah. You better talk to Meek. Yeah, yeah real <laughs> talk. Yeah, right. Hey. Meek Mill, the L King, by the way, bro. The L's just keep rolling in. We'll talk about that another time. Yeah. I can't stand Meek Mill. Um, and then another thing, man, that I thought was kind of cool, and I was talking about this with my dad when we were watching it. Like, you would expect Russ to show up in something wild. How about like the simple, the simple Russ? Simple man? He, had, he had the nice little skinny tie on the navy. Yeah, the, the, pants, the pants were serious. He though. couldn't help himself. He had to throw like the circle blue glasses yeah, on. Yeah, but like even his shoes thing. were regular. I mean, yeah. the, like, the pants were tapered a little bit. Um, yeah, man, I like, I like. Yeah, it was a very understated Russ. Great speech. Yeah. Good speech. A lot yeah, of man. emotion, man. A lot of crying that's, dude, that, that's how he is, bro. Yeah, yeah. That's how he plays every day. He thanks his teammates. You I would have liked to see James Harden's speech. I don't know what he would have been talking about. He wouldn't have said anything. I you heard, you, you saw when Drake thing. was trying to talk to him about yeah. Houston. He was yeah, like, he's, ah, I don't think I don't think I don't he uh, I don't think he's a big camera. I think he's a I think he's a real chill dude. Yeah, low key guy. Just a bucket um, getter. You know, Kawhi wouldn't have said shit. Yeah, you know, just happy to be here. Great pop. <laughs> so, oh, speaking of Kawhi, did you see that Kawhi Jordan commercial where the young kid talks about offensive Kawhi? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When, would, the, would Kawhi shut down Kawhi? Kawhi yeah, and then they that like commercial was hard, bro. Good yeah. ass commercial. I it's thought that commercial, commercial was really good. Yeah, yeah, check that out. If you haven't seen that, go uh, type in Kawhi Leonard versus Kawhi Leonard or something well, like that. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. After you saw that commercial, did you sit down and think about it? Yeah, I did. I was like, wait, hold on. That's a good-ass question. That's a good-ass question. Will and Kawhi stop Kawhi? Yeah, man, you know how this offense is always going to be. It's tough to stop good yeah, offense, the man. Yeah. I mean, that boy locks up. I love Kawhi Leonard, man. But, um, to yeah, to, to, to go into the awards from the NBA awards, I thought they got everything right. Just cut the music. I don't think – I think that that format, the way it was set up, that everybody's sitting at tables and it's kind of real chill. Like, if you're going to do the – that's what was so awkward about the 2 chains thing because he's rapping and you there's mean no cut hands. the performance? Cut the performance. Nah, you gotta have a little energy. You can do there. musical shit throughout. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I don't know, man. I just thought maybe redo the performance then, because that was whack. It was just bro. a bad performance, I think. It was whack. Yeah, yeah the it whole was. thing was whack. Um, but yeah, they got everything right, bro. MVP yeah. Russ, they got that right. Six Man of the Year. Shout out Eric. Kimbo for winning the sportsmanship award. Sportsmanship. I didn't know that Kimbo was a good every, sport. I didn't know. I mean, <laughs> he is always smiling. Yeah, and no, I like Kimbo. Yeah. yeah um, he, uh, you know, New York kid. He ain't got nothing to be sad about. Be he's, about. On, he's on Jordan. I think they gave him like seventy million last yeah, year too. He's, just he's, he's all good. Yeah. Man. He used to hang out with Mike every day. Um, six Man of the Year, Eric Gordon. They got that right. Defensive yeah. Player of the Year. I don't Draymond. like the guy, but Draymond. That's right. Yeah. So I mean. What else? Brogdon for the Rookie of the Year was correct. Hey, Brogdon, we, the president, we, that was, bro. Yo, the we president. talked about that like the second episode. Yeah, yeah, we were know, talking right? about like who should win the Rookie of the Year, and Brogdon won it. But we I, talked about that then. I like that dude, man. He's, he's a, I like that guy, man. He had a good head on his shoulders yeah, from what I could tell from yeah. what, what he was talking they about. They call him the president. Um, I like that dude, man. Malcolm Brogdon. Shout out Malcolm Brogdon, second round pick. Speaking of second round picks. Yeah, most improved player. Shout out the Bucks, man. Giannis yeah. won that. Giannis got it, too. They got a future. Yeah. And uh, Jabari, will be we should back get next up year. to Milwaukee and catch a couple. We of should games. catch a few. Of their games. Games. We, we might have to be up. Bucks fans this year. Yeah, we might be it might be tough to get tickets now. They got a legitimate superstar. You think so? Yeah, man. Giannis is the future. I don't know. Probably not. Yeah, your pops ain't going for that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can probably still we can probably tickets. slide up there. I know yeah. one thing is I'm gonna put this on wax. We were talking about this in the group chat. I'm not attending any bas any Bulls related basketball activities until. Gar and Pax are, are not in the organization. Oh, are you serious about yes, this? I'm not going to any games. Free I'm, tickets. You're not going. I'm free tickets. I'm you not go to going. like ten Bulls games a year. I know, and I'm not. I'm not going to any Bulls games. I'm not going to. So I'm not D, D Will's in town. D you're not, Will's you're not, in not, town. Not going to the game. I'm not going to the game. <laughs> we'll go get dinner like we always do. I'm not going to the game. What if he's I'm on the Bulls? Bu- I'm not buying. If he's on the Bulls. <laughs> That's probably a little different story. But if he's on the Bulls, it's a little different. But I'm telling but you this, I see what you're saying. I'm yeah. not going to any basketball game. The only way that we make a, uh, any type of change in the Bulls organization is if the seats stop getting filled, period, point blank. If the United Center started showing up empty with 10,000, 14,000, 15,000 people in it, so Reinsdorf will have to make a move. You're Period. Fully, you're, uh, no, maybe that's why he sold the pick for three and a half million to make up some. This is sales. the worst organization, <laughs> front office in sports. Period. So I'm not going to any games. I'm not buying any gear. I'm not buying any Bulls hats. I'm not buying anything that can go in their pocket whatsoever. No chicken tenders in the concourse. Well, and they got shit. and they got. Hey, hold up, they got rid of the cheese curds. 
If anybody hadn't had the cheese curds at the United Center, they were off the chain. Yeah, they got rid of them. I didn't. You never <laughs> had the cheese curds? I would never yeah, had the cheese curds. Oh, my God. I would have went up there just for some cheese. They're, they're, they're yeah, great. Yeah, yo, curds. and spent whoever's listening to that sits in the 300 level, like all those 300 level riders, quit that shit, man. Go home. Don't even watch. Don't even watch the game on Comcast, <laughs> bro. Like all those th- people, people got season tickets in the 300 level. Yeah. And they got to deal with these fucking guys day in and day out, yeah. year after year. They sold our, our our second round pick Jordan Bell to three and a half for three and a half million dollars. That Jerry does State. not need any part of like, three and a half. That's the million, most ridiculous man. shit I've ever heard of. Yeah. So, nah, man. I'm and that, remember that was I didn't realize that was the dude who was killing in the tournament. Yes, man. Yeah, man. He can hoop. So, Why would you get rid of that dude? And I remember they gave out their their statement was like, oh well, we have a lot of depth at that position, and we want to add more fl- flexibility no, for what? Fle- well, yeah, the whole I roster want, is flexibility. I want flexibility too. Flexibility to look at different players yeah. that we want to keep on the team. We should sell we, them for cash. We should have three rookies next year. It's like, yeah, it's crazy. Sell them for cash, and you're the Bulls. We're talking about the third biggest market in the country. Sell them for cash. Oh, they we were talking about the Bulls have some of the highest. Mar- Bulls have the highest profit margins in the NBA. We haven't, we haven't not sold out a game in forever. Yeah. You're talking about highest sellout margin, a, highest attendance on, dog, in the league. Yeah. Don't even get me going. Print with money. Shit. They, uh, they print money, and then they get money for. He's got a so much money that, that can yeah, that can play ball. It's Talk ridiculous. about it. He's got so much money. He supports a major league baseball team. Off his Bulls money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm not going to any games. That's that's on the record. Would you say they were paying for with that three and a half million they're paying for uh the Cuban dude they signed? Oh yeah. They had, or whatever <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, they had to get some money for the for the set. The, the, the Cuban Sox dude, they had to Ronzo had to pay that bill. That and D Wade's twenty five million. So paid. Yeah, man. No catch up Chicago, for Chicago, by Chicago. We back on the regular side. I'm your host, Sean Little, for Nick the Quick. We outie.